Blog Talk Radio. Tell me if you agree with this statement. How many of you were waiting most of the game, just sitting back, waiting for Kansas City to turn it on? Was it just me? Oh, of course. No. Nah. Hell no. Nah. We was all waiting. Okay. okay. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes Even you has never lost by more than 10. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes <clears throat> has never lost by more than 10 points uh, in his game that he started in his career. So I definitely expected them to come back and make a game of it, but that just never happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. JB had Kansas City 28-24. Train had Kansas City 31-28. to T had Tampa 31-10. to No, I'm just kidding. T had Kansas City 38-28. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, K-Star is the only one who had Tampa Bay, and he had 30-31. So we all had some points. Um, we all had it. You know, I thought Kansas City would pull away and win by double digits, but that it would be a close game until the end. Um, but, you know, we were all wrong, except K-Star had the right team winning, but none of us saw this coming. Um, Hell no. I don't – you know, it's one of those – it's one of those Super Bowls well, – first of all, I'll just say this. I was disappointed in the fact that I, I expected more. And my my you know and you know K Star's gonna probably give me a hard time about this, but I really don't care. Um this was Andy Reid. Like, this is the Andy Reid that I've been telling you guys about. Doesn't show up in the necessarily blaming him. Let's not get it twisted. But this is what I used to see with Philly when he was a head coach of Philly and he had all the talent. And they went to five NFC Championship games, but only one Super Bowl, and that one Super Bowl they lost. 
And who they lose to? Yeah, you got it, the Patriots, um, Tom Brady. But this is what I'm used to seeing. And so when he started showing me, you know, the other stuff, he won the Super Bowl, and, you know, I'm like, okay, he's evolved, and, you know, but this is the guy I'm used to seeing, just not able to come through and figure it out in the big game. Um, So uh, let me ask JB, were you more impressed with Tom Brady at 43 being able to just look like 33, or were you more impressed with the Tampa Bay defense just really – just shutting down, not no touchdowns from Kansas City, no touchdowns, you know, among other things. Which which one impressed you more? Damn, I, that's a tough one. If I have to uh, pick a side, I'm as, as impressed as I was with with Brady. It's that defense because mm-hmm. that that Chiefs defense has been lauded all year long. And granted, they had offensive line issues with injuries and what have you. But you still have your skill position receivers, skill position running backs. You st- obviously, you still have your quarterback. You have your tight end. So the weapons are still there. So to hold that team to three field goals, I have to say that defense because that that's a performance that I don't think – and just based upon the scores that all of us had, we all had the Chiefs scoring at least 30 points, if I'm not mistaken, or, or close to mm-hmm. them. They mm-hmm. couldn't even hit – double digits. So as impressive and as impressed as I am with Brady, given that choice that I have to go with, I have to say the defense of the Bucks because that was an outstanding performance. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you, by the way. The Bucks defense was, in, was amazing. I mean, Patrick Mahomes yeah. was running for his life all day, all day. He from, never from, was comfortable but you in know the what? pocket. He, I'm glad you said that, T, because from the the opening play for the Chiefs, that was the tone setter for the rest of the game because I have never seen a Chiefs game where the first play Mahomes is running for his life. Never. And then I thought again on the second play. I said, oh, shit, this is going to be a long night. I didn't realize it was going to be this kind of a night, but I had a feeling this was going to be a long night because he was running for his life. It seemed like as soon as he said, hi, gone. I didn't think that. I thought, okay, they're, they're sending something they weren't expecting. Set, there's a scheme that Bowles has set up that they weren't expecting or they're doing something a little bit different. They'll adjust, right? That's, that's what I'm thinking. Eric Bien-Ami, um, you know, Andy Reid, you know, they'll see what's happening and they'll adjust. That's what, and I know Mahomes, you know, O-line is beat up. I get it. You know, I, I understand that there's some mitigating factors. But from a team like the Cowboys where we played with a screwed-up O-line all year and, and I watched the adjustments that were made and we don't have – we're not even in the same conversation as Kansas City as far as talent. I just, I just knew that they would adjust um, with all the talent that they have. And it, it just – I kept waiting and waiting. And it just never happened. Train. Same question to you, Doc. Um, you know, the defense or the offense, which were you more or, – or, I mean, I guess we can open it up. If there's something else that impressed you more, I think those to me were the standout thing. But if you want to go a different direction and say, well, uh, this impressed me even more by all means. But, Train. You on mute? Oh, shucks. Here I go, talking to myself. Uh, short answer <laughs> – 
the short answer to your question for me would absolutely be the defense. But um, what I did not realize, and they said it during the game, uh, and we, we talk about their offensive line, uh, Kansas City offensive line, I didn't realize that losing Eric Fisher caused three positions to change. Yeah. I thought it would be just one, maybe two. It was literally three positions to change. So, and I know you compare it to, you know, you guys' offensive line issues. Hell, we had offensive line issues. But it was like three position change two weeks away from playing the biggest game of the season. Yeah. And um, I I still got to give the, 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 like I said, I still think the most impressive performance of that day was that Tampa Bay defense. But man, you know, I've never played football on the offensive line, but the more I, I watch and learn, I, I do understand that when that unit suffers an injury, like if you can't just replace the left tackle with the swing left tackle, you got all kinds of issues because just like the defensive linemen feel each other out throughout the season, know what their guy's going to do, the offensive line does the same thing. And you just saw you just saw some leaks there that just <laughs> – shouldn't be there. But even still, I was still expecting Kansas City to be yeah. like, yep, we, we're going to we, – we, we got it. No problem. We got it. We it, all just, it never it, – yeah, it living there waiting like, okay, here it is. It's this drive right here. Nah, all right. All right, this drive right here. They're they, they going – this is this is the drive. Like, all right, they got to do it on this drive. There's no way right, they're right. not getting into the end zone on this drive. And, right. and Patrick Mahomes, I'm sorry, the dude had a rough day, but I'll be goddamn if that boy didn't look impressive on his worst game. Yep. How yep. the hell Some of those passes you throw? that he almost completed. Oh, my yeah. God. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. How, how are you yeah. accurate when you're about to take, when you're about to hit, when your knees is about to hit the ground? How do you throw an accurate ball? You, you're not yeah. supposed yeah. to do that. Yeah. Name name me one. Name any one quarterback. The you only person it. I can think of closest that that would try it is Brett Favre, because <laughs> he was just as crazy. Yeah. Or, or Aaron Rodgers. But I'll put Aaron Rodgers in that conversation. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. He and I seen it from five years ago or, or four years ago in the playoffs. Yeah. Scrambling, rolling, oh, yeah. and then hitting Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Another game, Aaron Rodgers played with – he had hurt himself and he's gimping around and he's still zipping a ball in on one leg. And, he and you know, so I – Don't remind me. Aaron don't Rodgers remind me of that shit. Don't don't remind me of that shit. That's, that, well, don't remind we, we me were, of that. We, we thought we put we that motherfucker out. <laughs> and uh, we were a victim of that too, that same season, that same playoff run. Yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah I agree with JB. I would put Aaron Rodgers in that conversation. But – yeah. Pat Mahomes is on yeah. another level with that, you know. It was, like, it oh was, my God! It right. was it was incredible. So that was, I mean, it was like it's the it's the toughest day that you can have at the job. Yet, man, you are still trying to 
get the work out on time. And and everything yeah. is coming at you. And this guy, I mean, you saw him sidestep in the pocket. You saw him looking left and right at the same time just to see if he can get an opening to get the ball down. And he was always looking to get to a playmaker. It just gets you so pissed that these guys were dropping the ball. But going back to your question, because I don't want to side because I know in case I hadn't had a jump yet, I'm still very impressed for that defense to do it for 60 minutes. Because – we're talking about shutting out Kansas City from the end zone for 60 minutes. No one, no one has really done that. They at least got no. in there once. Yeah. And this is the second time you played them. So, man, Todd Bowles, I'm, I know they don't get players MVPs, but you made them boys buy in, and they bought in. And they didn't for, – for the whole time, they bought in, and they stayed with it. Yeah, and and it also shows that when you know when you talk about building a championship team, there's so many components, but we always go back and say the same thing: protect the quarterback, pressure the quarterback. If you want any chance to be a championship team in this league, protect the quarterback, pressure the quarterback, and that's what we saw Tampa Bay do. They protected Tom Brady, and he had you know, time to do what he needed to do. And he was Tom Brady. And they made Patrick Mahomes very uncomfortable all night, all night in the pocket. K-Star, are you the only one that predicted a Tampa Bay victory? You know, funny, you're wrong all year long, and then you come through and you're right in the big game. That's funny how that works out. That's funny how that works out. I also said said that we know disruption schedule. We made the Super Bowl. Congrats in the NFL. Um, yeah, so, you know, the reason I cited last week was those injuries concerned me on the offensive line. Obviously, you that figured out into fruition. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, as great as Patrick Mahomes is. Absolutely, that's what I said. I'm joking. I'm not going to get any on you. You dickhead. Yeah, you know, Patrick Mahomes is Superman, but goddamn, I mean, two tackles and a guard, you know, that's that's tough. And when, you play a, <laughs> and when you play a front seven, when you play a front seven like Tampa Bay has, man, I mean – you know, I didn't expect a blowout, but I did expect Tampa to so. make some plays up front and get some pressure. And, um, you know, that they, they did more even than that. I mean, they just absolutely crushed the whole game. Todd Bowles called a great game, Strange said. Um, but really, they just had to rush forward most of the game, and Patrick Mahomes was running backwards like it was John Madden football. And, you know, someone just controlling him, just running backwards from the way from the pressure. Like, it just didn't work, you know. And um, Tampa, you know, Tampa was just a more balanced team at the end of the day because those injuries create, created the imbalance between the two. And I think that because of those injuries, it, it created this perfect storm scenario for Tampa Bay to win the way that they did. But, again, um, Kansas City is otherwise so good that this wasn't really something you could see to this degree because we've never seen it before. That's just testament to how good that offense is. And they just weren't – they didn't have it yesterday. Well – I'm going to do something I've never done before. And I hope to never have to do it again. I'm going to give Tom Brady credit 
in an area that I've never given him credit before. But this man clearly understands not just talent, stands scheming on both sides of the ball. And I'm going to tell you why. So he leaves New England. And for everybody who wants to, um, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, and now we know, shut up. Just shut up. Okay? It's, it's, it's just the most – all of this anti-Bill Belichick stuff because Brady went and won another Super Bowl. Where do you think Brady learned all this from for 20 years? Like, I just, exactly. I just think people are just ignorant. Yep. You know, he learned this under Belichick for 20 years. So, now, give Brady credit, but he had, he had the best teacher in the game. You know, what do you think happened with Joe Montana when he left Bill Walsh and, 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 and Seifert in the team? He went to Kansas City and he played lights out. But where did he learn it? You know, I mean, come on, guys. Let's just cut, cut the shit with the anti-Belichick stuff because Brady won. Great job for Brady, but trust me, Belichick will be back. Patriots will be back unless he retires. Patriots will be back. My point is, he, you know, it, it was talk about him going to San Diego. Talk about him going to Tampa, right? But let's be honest. He probably could have went almost any team he wanted to. If Tom Brady calls up almost any team out there outside of maybe a Kansas City or a Baltimore, you know, there's probably a handful of teams that are going to say, look, Tom, you know, you could come in and give us two, three good years, but we've got 10, 12 years with this guy. No, thank you. But there's probably 25 teams that would have said, yeah, come on. We'll 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 mortgage our future to go ahead and get get a couple of Super Bowls with you. Come on in. But he picked Tampa Bay. He made that decision, which means he went and scouted what they had to make sure that it maximized his chances to get back and win a Super Bowl. Y'all heard that he got Godwin's number, right? Godwin was twelve last year. And Godwin yeah. voluntarily gave his number, and Brady was going to yeah. pick seven, right? We all heard that. See, Brady, Brady, like Jordan and the great, plays for Super Bowls. He's not playing to play. He's playing for Super Bowls. And he, in my opinion, I don't know this as a fact. I'm going by strong circumstantial evidence that he put himself in the eye. And God bless him. I'm not taking that. Don't take this. This is a compliment. This isn't a, well, of course he won. Look at the team he had. No, fuck that. This is, oh my God. This guy picked the exact situation for him to go to and put himself in the first year back in the Super Bowl and won against a team that just won a Super Bowl. And, well, no, come on, enjoy him. What's that? So no OTAs or anything this year either. Right. Mm-hmm. And you got COVID. to come back and join him, who wasn't there last year. And Antonio Brown swears by him, who wasn't there last year. Leonard Fournette played like a monster, wasn't there last year. Like, the key players aren't the Mike Evans and these guys of the world that been on the team, you know, in this game. These are the guys that just came because they wanted to. You, you heard, you heard um, Fournette. You play with Tom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell my kids I played with Tom Brady. I have to give credit. I, y'all know I don't care for Tom Brady. Y'all know that. Mm-hmm. And this is what it is. You know, I live in New England. He was a Patriot for 20 years. Didn't, didn't care for him. Never said he wasn't talented. 
I just not not for me. Not you know. But damn it, if I can't take my hat off and say I have never seen this I've never seen this. I mean, even LeBron James, who handpicked and D Wade and Chris Bosch and went to Miami that first year they lost. I went to, they went to four straight. The first year they lost the finals to Dallas. First year. He couldn't even get in with his antique team. Not three, not four, not five, not six. And he lost in the finals. Nope, Tom Brady went in first year at 43. Not in 28 football. like LeBron was or whatever the hell his age was. 43. I mean, I don't know, guys. I'm just, I, I, <laughs> I never thought in my lifetime. I would see a quarterback better than Joe Montana because, for me, he was quarterback God. And still is to some degree. But, man, not only has is Brady outdone him, it's not even close. It's not even close. I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on anything? I mean, I, it's, it's open. We're talking about the game. We're talking about the Super Bowl. We're talking about, you know, 31-9. to nine. But the whole thing is because let's let's not forget this Tampa Bay team was seven and five at one point, and a lot of folks that had jumped on the bandwagon about them being Super Bowl bound and all that from the from the very beginning started to get off of that and start to say, well, he's not looking the same. They're they're not clicking like they should be. They're not this. They're not that. And and T, you had said it when the playoffs started. Or, or maybe it was, I think it was a week or two before, and we've all thought it. You just you happen to say it, and it, it was spot on. It's not about the best team; it's about the team that gets hot at the right moment. And those first twelve games, they must have been trying to feel themselves out because after that, they just took off and never looked back. And it makes sense. They, and it makes sense why that happened. Yeah, and it does. I mean, and, and we've seen it in past years too. It's not always this. Just like the Ravens, last, I think it was last year, going fourteen and two, and everybody thought, yeah, they're Super Bowl bound. They get knocked out in the very first game. So it's not about the best team, best record. It's about who gets hot at the right time. And we've seen it time and time and time again. Add to that, like I said, it's COVID year, and, and K Star, you said no off season, brand new team, brand new weapons. Brand new everything, brand new coach, brand new conference. He spent 20 years in, in the AFC, now he's in that. So all of a sudden, his whole world is basically flipped upside down, but he chose it because he knows what works for him. He knows what's at stake. He gets it. In a 79 team with James Winston throwing 30-some-odd interceptions, he realized, you know what, I can work with these folks. And he got them to believe how to play the game, how to win. And and here's the result. So, T, yeah, I mean, dude, I'm looking at him like, damn, can't believe it. All those folks that hate Brady, you you can hate him, but damn it, you got to respect him. Because holy shit, I still can't believe it myself. He looked like hey, a man. Bridge. That's a twist on Arthur Floyd. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to war with me? <laughs> Yeah, I, um, so I, I have to, that, go ahead, go ahead, Trent. Yeah, no, no, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll get in there. No, I was just gonna say I saw this earlier. ESPN stats and info, and it kind of just summarizes the ridiculousness of this team and Tom Brady's dominance. I mean, here's the stat: the Bucks are the first team with four 30-point games in the postseason. They're the first team to beat three Super Bowl MVP quarterbacks in the postseason: Mahomes, Rodgers, Brees. 
Tom Brady's first player in NFL history with 50 passing touchdowns in a season, including playoffs, four Super Bowl champions. I mean, the pass that they had to go through in the playoffs because of that 7-5 and five start, you know, they had to go on the road versus Breeze versus Rodgers, and then obviously they played at home for the Super Bowl. But the path that they had to go through and still won, win all of it, the whole Super Bowl, is just incredible and remarkable. And I mean, I think this is a team and obviously season we'll remember probably the rest of our lives. Like this is the COVID year, and and we saw Tom Brady go to a whole new conference and take down the. Like we saw the greatest all the time take down the greatest of this time as it was billed yesterday, which I liked. So that was cute. Yeah, I know. I incredible. know you like that one. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. Very train. Yeah, no, I, I uh I, I stopped hating the minute he beat uh they beat Green Bay. I was like, I was like <laughs> I'm just I'm done hating on you, dog. You you know, I've tried, it don't work. <laughs> you're pretty damn. You're pretty damn impressive. I yeah. mean, you you took a team that you know really had almost everything in place except for the quarterback. Maybe a few, maybe a little bit better play on defense. Had weapons. You you were the only one who could pull Grunk out of retirement and get a B on a team at the same time, and they end up being major con- contributors to. Winning a Super Bowl, I mean, it's 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 just grossly impressive. And then what what maybe did feel a little better yesterday about them winning is one of my good college buddies, man. He's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. He texted me during the game, and I was like, "Oh man, I almost got about you, Bela." I'm like, "Man, congrats to your team, dog." I don't know how that feels, you know. What I'm saying I wasn't a, I wasn't a fan for the '85 Bears. I just I didn't even know Chicago Bears that time, so I don't know what this feels like. But congrats to your team, man. But that dude is. Dang, man, that dude is impressive. I think at this point he sticks around next year. I ain't saying I'm pulling for him, but I'm done hating on him. I'm just going to marvel in the fact that if he turns around and able to get back again, I'm like, the whole NFC, y'all need y'all ass. Well, this dude is 44 years old. He's kicking y'all ass. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's, well, look, it's, it's stupid. Yeah, let, let, let's be clear. I may not hate on him either. I damn sure ain't going to pull for him. I damn sure don't have any. Right. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I got a team in the <laughs> NFC I'm going to be rooting for, you know. So, um, you know? Yeah. But, you know what I mean? But, but to your point, Train, like, you know, it gets to the point where you just want to look at the guy and go, all right, fam, you got me, bro. I, you know, I, I man, I, it's all you, bro. It's all you. Like, you look at yeah. next year. Now, I I came on this show and I said last week, week before, a couple weeks ago, you know, I was kind of being a bit facetious, but there was an ounce of, like, what if in my voice when I said Josh Allen should, you know, why the fuck are you going to stay in Buffalo and have to play Kansas City every year and just, you know, and you guys were like, well, you know, their team's getting on my ass. Fuck all that. Go to New Orleans. I, 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 now I don't even know if I can say that because now you got to deal with this guy next year. Now you ain't got to deal with him for the next 10 years like you might have to deal with Patrick Mahomes, but you got to deal with him for at least this next year or two. Seems likely that he's going to be right there, and the level he's playing at at 43 is unprecedented in the NFL. 
I mean, they say maybe Warren Moon, you know, might be one guy that played at that level in his 40s. But, you know, I mean, even Drew Brees can't do what, you know, like, I mean, you know, he was injured, but still. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure Drew Brees is going to retire. I think he's all done. Like, it's, this is just beyond words. It's just you run out of it's all confidence away accolades, too. and it's like, dude, 10 fucking Super Bowls? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Bro, he has more Super Bowl I mean, wins than the Steelers do. It's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, Super Bowl I, wins yeah. In franchise. But I discount that damn stat because he did. You're, you're not winning individually. It's a team game. I, I saw that, you know. No, no, it's still seven, crazy. He's got six. Well, but even wait, even if it's just so even if it's six with the Patriots. What's that? Yeah, even if it's six with the Patriots, even if it's just six with the Patriots, and you you know just count that one. I mean, it's still just yeah. as many as the Steelers, and we all know you know who was ahead of that. It's just it's ridiculous. No, I think what's more impressive is when you look at Brady has seven, and then you know, um, uh, uh, Bradshaw. And um, who, who's the other one yeah. that has four? I'm drawing a blank. Montana. 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 Yeah, I drew yeah. a blank. You know, so, you know, you go Aikman three, Brady, I mean, Montana four, Bradshaw four, and then Brady seven. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know? <laughs> and then you look at appearances, <laughs> and it's like, what I think I know Charles Haley went to five Super Bowls. I don't know if there's anyone that even went to six. And then you got Brady at ten. Ten. Like it's just yeah. it's just insane. It's like what the fuck? Oh, at ten. And he's not done. It doesn't, it, it doesn't even sound 18% real. These stats. Yeah, these stats don't even sound real. Like this something we're in an alternate universe where this is happening. Like how the fuck does this happen in football? Every other year, on average, he's been to the Super Bowl. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Make no, you know. Yeah. Good job, man. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. That's freaking impressive. Yeah. Can't 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 hate on him. Um, great job, Brady, and you know, and and I think this is the type of thing that you sit back and you say. You know, what more can this guy do? And, I mean, he did not hesitate to say, I will be back next year. There was no, um, you know, I need to go and sit down and talk to my family and talk to my agent and talk to my people. He's got seven Super Bowls. I'm coming back. <laughs> Period. No discussion. No, no, I'll be back next year. We won't try to do this yep. again. <laughs> and anybody that would doubt is crazy. Like, I can't, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to be right up in there in Dallas. I'm going to sign Dak Prescott. I'm going to tell you that right now because this is some bullshit. Yeah. I saw a tweet that went out yesterday and you can ask my girlfriend because I lost my mind when I saw the tweet and then I realized 10 minutes later that it was fake. But it was like uh, breaking news. Dallas signs Dak Prescott to, uh, you know, NFL record $180 million Hundred and ten million guaranteed, some bull, whatever it was, and I was like, "Yes!" I went crazy. Yes, finally, we got our guy. All right, it's on now. And then I then I looked, and it was two days old. And then I was like, "Oh man, this is just somebody fucking with me." <laughs> <laughs> Boom. 
But for a few minutes, I was all happy. Um, so I'm still being my, you know, my blue and silver. But man, man. hey, did did is Le'Veon Bell hurt, or he just they just didn't play him? They just didn't play him, man. Yeah. Wow, he was a healthy it's scratch. It's interesting that nope. Bell yep. and Brown both make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, Bell really didn't have anything to do with Kansas City making it to the Super Bowl. I think we can say Brown helped. I don't know that, you know, it was a major contribution, but mm-hmm. he, he helped. He had a couple of good games in there. Where, no, I think he had one game mm-hmm. where Brady was trying to help him get his bonus, and he had 11 receptions. <laughs> you know, Brady was trying yep. to help him and kept feeding him the ball so he can get his little incentive. Which and he scored, yeah, yesterday, he scored cool. yesterday, too. On a nice, play. that was a nice little route, man. It was. You got yeah. it so open. <laughs> and Honey Badger was pissed. <laughs> yeah, Honey Badger really made himself look like a jerk yesterday. I mean, you should know. You've been in the league long enough. You're not new to this. Don't get in Tom Brady's face, bro. I get it. It's an emotional game, but come on. Brady has made some of the best quarterbacks in the league eat their words. <laughs> Revis back in the day. Some of these guys, man, you know what I mean? Like, don't do that, bro. I know you're the bad boy. Don't, okay, you are don't poke bad. the bear, bro. Don't poke yeah, the don't bear. Poke the Especially, Jay, Jay will remember this, the story about, you know, the Bulls, and they're beating up on this team, and then this guy dunks on Scottie Pippen in a game. And Scotty just points at the scoreboard. <laughs> he is there where he just points at the scoreboard. Like, dude, <laughs> so you dunked on me. We whooping that ass, you know. Like, come on. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Got to keep his composure better, man. You know. Yeah. It's a comp- yeah. competitive game, but don't let don't let that take away from what you from what you do best, man. And it just you just saw them kind of crumble a little bit. Yeah. There in the first half. Yeah, the penalties, you know, and, you know, there were just some uncharacteristic things that had nothing to do with injuries and nothing to do with offensive mm-hmm. line, you know, and, and those, yeah. you know, this is the Super Bowl. This is where you bring your A game. This isn't this isn't the time to, you know, go back to week one like you didn't, you know, like you've been playing all year. And some of the guys, I think, I think Train, you might have uh, <laughs> texted us, you know, on Mahomes radio, slap some people, you know, like what, what the hell well, are you thinking, yeah. you know? I mean, dude, did, I I know the pass to to what's that to to um, heel would have been impressive, but I've seen heel catch tougher shit. It hit you in the face mask. You serious? You, your hand eye coordination got lost. Like, how did you not catch that? And then the same thing with Grunk. I know the guy hit you at the legs as you made your cut. But the ball hit you in the hands, and it was third down. How, you mean Kelsey? Like, what are y'all doing? Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey, yes. Sorry. Kelsey, yeah. yes. It was third yeah. down. Like, what are y'all doing to Mahomes, man? Like, yeah. this, is why, this is why people like Kansas City, because y'all kind of do the miraculous. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit. Yeah, this is what we was expecting. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure what was going on there, man. Yeah. 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 Um, so, um, 
we had uh, Hall of Fame this weekend. Uh, I want to congratulate Drew Pearson for finally getting in Dallas Cowboys. Drew was a, you know, he, he won two Super Bowls, member of the All-70s, the last member of the All-70s decade team to make it to the Pro Bowl. Long overdue. So congratulations, Drew, Drew uh, Pearson. Um, but I did want to ask you guys, and I don't have stats in front of me, and I don't have, you know, like, I don't have data, okay? I'm just going off of a gut feeling and eye test, okay? Um, and, and you guys can disagree with me because that's what we do, but I myself don't think that Calvin Johnson, the Hall of Famer, talent, and, but, you know, I think we talked about Hall of Fame criteria. And, you know, can I tell the story of the NFL and not talk about Terrell Owens? Nope. Sure can't. Can I tell the story of the NFL and not talk about Calvin Johnson? Yeah. Kind of can. Like, I don't, I, I, did, I don't get that one. I know he was a great talent. Megatron and, you know, 6'5 and all that. And I know he had some. I mean, shit, it's a fucking massive games against Dallas. I mean, I, I know, you know, and he might have some decent career numbers. Um, I'd have to go back and look. I really don't have them in front um, of me, so I can't. I do, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're pretty impressive. They are. Well, if his, I would say, because when you were just talking about the list, I immediately pulled it up. I was like, shit, I don't remember the list. Let me see. And I saw his name. I was like, wait, Calvin Johnson is in? <laughs> but do you, see, but your... see, you really are making my point. Yeah. Because yeah, you I, have I to know. go look to see the numbers because where's the impact? <laughs> right. like, that's my point. Like, like we know what T.O. did. We know what Randy Moss did. We damn sure know what Jerry Rice did, right? Like, we know what these guys did. I don't have to go look at the top ten to see their numbers. I know the impact they had on the game. I think about Calvin Johnson, and again, yep, major talent. But I'm like, I'm struggling. Like, what, 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 what did he What did he, you know? And so then, right, you got to go look up the numbers and say, oh, okay, I guess, okay. Pretty crazy. But you got to go look it up. <laughs> I mean, Train, do you want to give out the numbers or? Yeah. Um, so, told. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right, nine-year career. So, you know, kind of short in comparison to some of the guys that we we look up to. Most impressive was 2012, 122 receptions and 1,964 yards receiving. Um, the thing is, he only had five touchdowns <laughs> that that season. Other yeah, and you other don't get numbers in the Hall of Fame because of one good season. So I mean, right. So so if I'm going just going down, going just going from 2007 on up, uh, you know, 48 catches, 756 yards, uh, yeah, 78 wait, wait, catches, 331. I mean, it's career numbers. It's only two. Give us the career numbers. Career numbers are for a nine nine year career, seven yeah. uh, 731 receptions. 11,618 yards, the average almost 16 yards, a catch was 15.9, total touchdowns 83, 
190, 20, 180 catches, 20 plus, 41 catches of uh, 40 plus yards, um, 555 first downs. I wish so I could see how it compares. The most important, I, I got this one. So for yards per game, he's first in this all time yards per game for any receiver to play five years or longer. He's also the only receiver of multiple 200-yard games. He has five of them. I mean, his stats are fucking crazy, I got to say. Um, yeah. Like, that dude, that dude was amazing. I had no problem with him being a Hall of Famer because he was an anomalous player uh, in many well, ways. Wait, so, so, so you're so, right. You're right that so, he didn't. Yeah, but, again, this is career, right? So, you know, DeMarco Murray had 1,800 yards, Cowboy record, top top 10 season he ain't going to Hall of Fame so I mean we I, I'm not focused on like a season here and a season here I'm looking at his entire career um 700 something catches yeah okay that's average that's not exceptional um 11,000 yards eh, that's not bad that's pretty good that's probably about the ones out of all of them that I could say okay that's significant um you don't care about the yards, yards what um, first all-time yards per game yeah, uh, I, I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I mean, if you said if you said he played with the Patriots and did that, I'd say okay. He he, play, he did it with a team that never won a playoff game, barely made the playoffs, and sitting there saying, "What? Yeah, what was his I, impact." You see what I'm saying? Like what? I, you know what was yeah, his he, impact? Calvin was just. I, I agree with the criteria, like 99 percent. He's just like the. One of the few players, kind of like Barry Sanders, where you could kind of say that. Nah, don't even, don't do that. But don't 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 do that. Okay, that, it, yeah, that, that's disrespectful. Okay, fine. We'll do, we'll use we'll use we'll use Gail Sayers. We'll use Gail Sayers, who had a shortened career. You know, I wouldn't who even was do Gale so, Sayers, be honest with you, but. Well, I'm going to do it. He was so dominant in such a short period of time. It's hard to not put him in the Hall of Fame. Like when he was in his prime, he was one of the most dominant players in the league. You know, Matt Stafford, the Lions organization, honestly, what held him back. It's not like he didn't do his part. He did his part. He went to work and did his thing. But how can you call someone dominant that's playing on a team that loses? Because this team if you're sucks. dominant, Barry should be winning. Too. What's that? Yeah, you can say the same thing for Barry Sanders. I mean, this team sucks. They did. Yes. Barry Sanders' team sucked, and Barry Sanders was rushing consistently for 1,500 yards a, a year in a time where no one else was rushing for 1,500 yards a year other than maybe Emmett. little different. Barry was doing something that was not I know. done. I mean, Calvin, other than that one mega season he had, he had that one mega season. The other season numbers, what jumps out at you? He had that one mega season. Yeah. Yep, awesome. The Take next that one away. closest to that. So the next one closest to that was almost fifteen. It was almost fifteen hundred yards receiving. It was just shy of fifteen hundred okay. yards receiving. That's not uncommon like you, in the NFL, though. That's a little surprising. That's not. That's okay. You you definitely got to be one of the true elites to put up to fifteen hundred. Like, it's not like every. Uh, number one receiver on 32 teams put those numbers up. No, I, well, I, we're, talk, I would we're, say, not talk, we're talking Hall of Fame. We're not talking elite. 
We're talking mega elite. We're talking Hall of Fame is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not – I mean, that you guys have to convince me, but I'm still not seeing – like I said, you had that once, okay, 2,000, uh, 1,900 and something yards in a season. Awesome. I'm going to look up the numbers myself now because – and I watched his whole career. I think the fact that, you know, it was awesome. We sit here, we we sit here and have to look up numbers. Did you consider him? We got. Did you consider him? Hold on. Did you consider him when he played as one of the best players and definitely the best receiver? One of the best receivers, like top three, his position. Because I don't remember a time where he wasn't like a top three receiver when he played in the league. Because I didn't make his rookie year. Like he was always up there. But that doesn't make him a Hall of Famer, though. Hall of Fame is – you're not one of the you best. You're just so you're dominant. Like, yeah, but he, he, he oh, first all-time in yards per game, bro. Like, well, you know, but, but to counter that point, I'll say this. I mean, it's easier for that to come to fruition if you play a shortened career. You know, obviously when you are in your 10th-plus year, your athletic ability deteriorates, so there's sort of your production. You know, so it definitely buoys it some, but the point was he was. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm played. looking at. I'm looking at the numbers. I don't see it. I see some. You know, I see some. Okay, 2012, insane year, insane, 122 catches. Might have been a record at the time. I think it's been beat, but you know, might have been a record at the time. 1964 yards, 122 yards a game, insane. Um, you know, but. For me, when I look at Hall of Fame, I mean, I don't want to have to pull up, like, T.O. Or, or Moss or any of these guys that are, like, you know. Look, this guy went in first ballot. First ballot. He did. I think that's the, that's the part that shocks. I think that's the part that shocks me. Uh, I, I didn't – I remember us having this discussion some time ago, and, you know, the thought was, well – for me is that if he eventually made it, I was like, I, I could see it. But this is a first ballot, and that, I think that's the part that makes it a bit shocking. I'm looking at some other guys that were Hall of Fame just to see what their numbers were. Oh, wow. Try and find someone who's not a Super Bowl champion that has similar numbers that are in the Hall of Fame. That would be a, a fair comparison. And I'm kind so, of the same um, boat, too. I don't think, I'm looking I at Randy Moss. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jay. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was done. Go ahead. Yeah, Calvin Johnson is 32nd. 32nd all time in yards. Receiving. Antonio Brown has more receiving yeah, yards played. than Calvin Johnson. Yeah. That's the average yard. I, I don't have that stat. Um, I I don't I mean you can use that but if, if he chose when he retired so I mean yeah so you know. yeah so he first all time in that for year for players over five years but to Chief point what I just said a minute ago like at the same time if you retire earlier than guys who played ten plus years you know your athletics you're booing you're booing your numbers you're you're outsizing your numbers for guys that played longer careers because. You're athletic. You were in your athletic prime when you retired, whereas other guys played longer careers, and so obviously the production went down because athleticism went over way over time. So I mean, Floyd's first in that stat. Michael Irvin is a Hall of Famer. 
Michael Irvin had didn't have stats to woad me, woad anybody. Seven hundred fifty catches, under twelve thousand yards. You know why he's a Hall of Famer? Because he had three Super Bowls. That's why he's a Hall of Famer, because his catches had impact, helped win games, and he and he was on a team that won three Super Bowls. I I feel very confident that if Michael Irvin Cowboy team hadn't won three Super Bowls and Michael Irvin had the same stats, he wouldn't be in a Hall of Fame. And so, and, and the number, you know, he played 11 years and, you know, the catches are similar and, you know, now Aikman wasn't a, a Aikman, you know, I think in his whole career only threw for 30,000 yards. He, he wasn't a, that was a different era. But my, my point is I, I, I see a couple of great years and he had a handful of super games. One of them was against us. I remember I think he caught like 300 yards of passes against the Cowboys in one game. I mean, he was a phenomenal talent. I just don't get the Hall of Fame and definitely don't get the first ballot. I mean, make them sit four or five years and throw them in. All right, I might be able to, you know, get, get behind that. But, you know. I think so. So so here's, uh, and here's the other. So what's, I can't remember. Was Hester eligible this year? No, I think that's that's I don't know. And that's the, I think that's the, that's the part that's just getting me is that it's a first ballot. That's if I don't have an issue with him, with him eventually making, but that's... it's like the first ballot. It's that's like, wait a minute, that's I mean, he put up big numbers and you you see you see him, but man, first ballot, <laughs> that's a that's a you know, I'm sure there are other guys. <laughs> now I want to go and see the rest of the list because I'm like, I'm sure I could find well, somebody first, that you know, Moss Moss is first ballot. No one ever contested that. Um, I don't think I don't think. Calvin had nearly as good a career as Mary Moss, personally. Well, and I think Moss being first ballot, I think part of it has to do with almost like the image changing as he got off the field. I think that, that you know, it changed people's impression of what he, of what they thought he was. They may not, they may not agree yeah. with it, but I think it did. I mean, either way, that we all agree that Moss, Definitely deserving a first ballot, without question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, I don't he think Calvin okay. got first ballot. Yeah, I, I will say, I will say, while while I do support Calvin as a Hall of Famer, I don't know if I support him at first ballot. Thinking about it on the line. Because yeah. I mean, right. there's a pretty steep gap between those guys. Yeah. All right. I was just wondering what you guys thought. All right. Cool. Uh, good questions. Yeah, I always have good questions. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, you know, I understand that Dr. Train is going to be taking a little break from the Madden voice um, to focus in on his job, and I can have Matt. So, you know, upon further reflection, I think we could all use a little break. Um I originally had thoughts on doing a few more shows before taking a break, but you know, I think I think <laughs> I think Tom Brady kind of took the wind out of my sails. Like I, I just <laughs> I'm out of <laughs> I, I, it, it just feels like talking about anything else is 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 moot because Brady just uh, you know, I I have nothing left to say. I don't really want to talk about Dak Prescott right now, although there's a lot there to talk about. And I don't want to talk about him right now. And that's my quarterback. 
You know, I don't want to talk about the coaching search, and I don't want to talk about free agency just yet, and, you know, where's, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson going to go? And there's a lot to talk about. But I think we will do, um, the show we'll do is take a little break, take a few weeks. Let's see what goes on now that the season is over, and, you know, we'll keep an eye on things. And then um, what I'll do is as stories progress and there becomes something major to discuss. I'll set up a show, and it'll be like we usually do an off season. I'll set it up, and who's ever available, I'll be ready to go solo if nobody can join me. But if you guys are free and want to pop in and join me to talk about, you know, Deshaun Watson got a team, or now the now the word is Carson Wentz is going to be traded. That's pretty big news, you know. So as things happen, worth talking about. Um, or if you guys think of something and want to do a show because Ben Roethlisberger retired or, you know, Carson Wentz got traded to the Bears and now Train wants to talk and Train's like, I know what I said, but I want to talk about this. So set up a show. Okay, cool. You know, like, <laughs> um, boo. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he's one of the teams interested. The Bears are one of the teams. Uh, the I know, the man, because they like, they like, their job is on the line, man. They're boy, They'll, they're, <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's play it by ear over the next few weeks, and definitely by the time like free agency becomes active, we may want to come on and talk about free agency and who's going where and what's going on. But in the meantime, you know, we've gone. I think we only missed one week. I think we missed election week. Um, I think other than that, we've been going straight since September. So yeah, I think it's time for a little break, regroup. And like I said, Brady just I got oh my god. I, it does feel I, kind I of silly to talk about anything, though. I feel like he, like, as I, I feel you. I don't really want to talk about Big Ben, like, reworking his contract deal. It just feels like he's cast a shadow amongst the league, and it's like, yes. if, you catch, if you talk about anything else, he's going to come show up and whoop your ass. Like, what the fuck do you mean you're talking about someone well, else? No, but the shadow <laughs> is like, like, <laughs> yeah, like the, the only real story is Brady did it again. Like, that's yeah, what it's like, right yeah, now. Exactly. That's the only story is he did it again. I mean, when Leonard Fournette says, I'm going to tell my kids I played with Tom Brady, you know, like, I mean, the owner gets up there and says, well, we wanted to get it done, and we got the guy in here to get – the owner says it. Not talking about the head coach, <laughs> you know, or any or general manager, any, you know, anyone in the front. He's talking about Tom Brady. Like, everybody knows that team to the Super Bowl to beat the juggernaut yeah. Chiefs. And yeah. like, what is there else to talk about right now? There's, there's nothing. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's like, it's like, like in the I NBA like, when Michael Jordan was when Michael Jordan was playing, what? and he just won championship, and that's trying to find yes. other material to talk about. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like right. It's just disrespectful. <laughs> uh, like, I was on the good matters. side of that one. <laughs> you were. Uh, so was I. I was. I was. I was. I think I might still have for, my replica. I bought a rep- replica package of six NBA rings. I think I still have them somewhere around here. They're replicas. They're not expensive replicas. They're cheap, but they look just like the real six rings that they have. I bought them somewhere. still have them. Um, I'll take a picture and send nice. you guys if I can find them. But anyway, um, but that's a good comparison. It's, it's like, you know, I mean, heck, I can go back to the 90s Cowboys, you know, three out of four. And, 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 you know, the diamond and almost four out of four um, could have been five or six out of six if 
things have been different. But the dominant way that that team, like, there was nothing else to talk about. You know, Buffalo went four years in a row. Who cared? So every everyone who cares? You know, like there was nothing else to talk about. Really, Dallas was it. Jerry Jones and you know Jimmy Johnson and uh, you know America's team and and that's how I feel right now. I mean, Tom Brady is the story, not the Bucks. The Bucks are not the story. Tom Brady is the story. So we'll regroup mm-hmm. at some point. And like I said, uh, I'll I'll text you guys and be like, hey, you know, I think it's. It's time to do a show. Whoever can make it, great. And if you can't, you know, train and you're busy with work or anybody's busy, I understand. You know, it'll be optional. And, um, and again, if you guys decide that you want to talk about something, something happened with the Bears, something happened with, you know, the Steelers, or something happened with the Cowboys and JB, you're like, hey, man, I think we need to get on and do a show. Hey, cool. We'll, 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 we'll play it like that for, for the foreseeable future. But we'll, we'll take a little break and regroup and uh, get over this Tom Brady hangover that we all have because I I just thought in my lifetime that I would see what I'm seeing. And the the problem I'm having right now, which is why I'm stammering over my words, is it ain't over. He's coming back next year. Fucking reign of terror. Hey, he just won the Super Bowl. He just won the Super Bowl and said, run it back. He did. He did. Like, Run it back. Yeah, so if he's retiring, he like almost laughed at it. Like, yeah, I'm coming back. Fuck uh, run it back. Fuck off you. <laughs> Come back. Yeah. And and you know what's funny? I don't know if you guys what you know they were doing the stuff. It's it's like it really. He's happy, but he's not happy. It's 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 like yeah, of course we won. And he's happy. Don't get me wrong. But he's he's. This is what he does. He's not he's satisfied. Saying, yeah. He's not satisfied. This is, yeah, right. Like, this is what I do. You know? I think he loves the competition. I, I think, I think he truly, truly, truly does love the I mean, it's easy to say, yeah, all the guys that play, they like competition. But, I mean, I think this dude truly looks forward to, the, to that challenge of who's yeah. going to come at me next. Who, gonna, who yeah. wants this next? Because somebody He said, has that Jordan mentality. Yeah, yes. I mean, I was listening to a show this radio this morning. And someone says, uh, someone said, well, they'll be the hunted next year, and the other person was like, well, they were the hunted this year because it was Tom right. Brady. It's not right. they were, they, they, they've always been the hunted because it was Tom Brady. <laughs> it, it has they were the hunted for how many years in New England? He was the hunted. Do you exactly. Think he cared? Because no, not at all. He looks forward to it, and that, it, that's what you see. Y'all yeah. knew that when you yeah. saw him get after the honey badger. He told him, I'm coming for you, and went after yeah. him and then got to and told him about himself. Mm-hmm. That summed it up right there. And then he apologized to him through text later on. True story. You no. Know, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's February. It's February 8th, right? How long do you think it is before Brady's reviewing film <laughs> and getting ready for the next season? He's doing this and on. Like, He's doing this and on. This and on. You know, but honestly, you know, he'll probably take a little time off to be with the family and do, you know, the dad thing and the husband thing and, 
you know, and all that. All right, he kicked him out. He kicked him out of his house for two weeks. He said he was getting <laughs> sleep tonight. He said he was going to get to sleep tonight. Did he, did he hear that? Did he hear that story? I, I did not hear that story. So he kicked, uh, well, I don't know if he kicked or, or what, but the family, uh, Giselle and, and family and everyone, they came to the house to be to just Tom for the two weeks so that Tom could get his mind right and study film as much as possible, uh, basically. Oh wow! Yeah, Am I leading up? It wouldn't surprise. Yeah, it wouldn't yes. surprise me. By the end of the week, he's not already starting to look at tape, like at least starting to break down this game to see what he could have did better. You know, figuring that it, it it's not beyond the realm of reality that we don't see this team again. You know, a lot of times they'll have the Super Bowl team start the new season, so you we could see this the first week of September next year. You know, one of them hosting each other, that that, that happens. Then, of course, there's always the chance that they end up meeting in the Super Bowl again. And what surprised me is this month, sometime this month, Tom's looking at that date, breaking it down and trying to see where he could have did better. And just, like, he's that committed, that dedicated, and that good. Imagine being the best at something, one, in the world, two, ever to do it. Just think about that. And he's 43, which football years is old, but in life, he's still young. Got his whole life ahead of him. Like, wow. You know, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, we could talk about Tom Brady all night. I don't really want to. We could talk about him all month. I don't really want to. I want to come off this Brady high. He deserves it. He deserves the respect. We'll take a break. We'll regroup sometime soon. Um, But, you know, in the meantime, you know, he's the man. He's the goat. He deserves. He deserves all the accolades. He's earned them. And uh, it was. It was. It was very cool to hear Max Kellerman. Um, you know, own it that he was wrong. <laughs> you know, just. I mean. Oh man. I had. I had a similar take to Max, but not as quickly. Mine came a little bit later than Max's did, but I felt based on what I was seeing that Brady was declining. I saw some games, and I felt like, yep, here it comes. You know, and I remember Peyton Manning and what happened to Peyton Manning, and I started saying, yep, here it is, and I was wrong. <laughs> but Max was just dead wrong, you know. <laughs> um, wow. I, I want to know, anyway, where is Kittar's picture of what he had on the grill? Because I don't recall seeing that. Oh, my God. I thought he sent one. He didn't send one picture? I sent one of them while I was real. I had pork chop. It was fucking delicious. My bad for not taking the photos of it. I, 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 need I, didn't take, I think the one that was on the grill. Yeah. I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't take pictures of the whole spread. I'm sorry. I'm just, it was just me in my house, so I just fucking dominated that shit. Oh, I see. Hey, Trent, just laying up on there. Look, lonely. Uh, yes, what's the name? <laughs> it was lonely. You wanted to see the snow. Did you see my snow? I did, man. I did. I appreciate the picture. I'm still waiting on the burgers and the dogs. Like, this dude just not going to I didn't have burgers and messages. dogs. I made an audible. I, what kind I of audible you got? I sent the, I had pork chop. I sent a photo of the grilling it. You did? Yeah, he did I thought that was T-Photo. There was one picture. Oh. Okay, star. No, that was me. There was a I did see the photo, one picture though. of him. Was I'll be honest. Until it was said pork chop just now, I'll be honest. I had no idea what the fuck that was. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. 
words, but it is something because I was like, where is it? I'm, yeah, looking okay. I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is this a piece of fish oh, or what? Oh. Like, I had no idea oh, what it was. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, good. That's my bad. Hey, I, I, I got I, one I word for you. That one. Seasoning. <laughs> I see no seasoning on this damn piece of pork chop, bro. And he threw April uh, he threw that on right out that was right out the package, bro. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you threw it on the grill and took it back off, didn't you? <laughs> no, man. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. I put my left foot in, I take my left foot out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's funny. I see a hey, so these are nice pictures though. I love it. We did the darn thing. We yeah. did we did. We just do the darn thing. So, yeah. All right, let's get on out of here, guys. It's been long enough, and we're ready for a little bit of a break. So um, let's start with let's start with Dr. Train, the one who got me thinking about taking a break. So <laughs> Dr. Train, last words, I'm, final words. I'm, I'm glad you started with me because I was sure going to ask you, could I go first? So uh, since my last show, I just want to drop a few uh, black history tips in the, in, the, in the sports arena, especially in the, in the, in the instance of football. Uh, if you guys have not seen, you know, the little uh, a 50-minute video on, on Fritz Pollard. Just know he was the first African-American player and the first African-American head coach. Even when they interviewed Art Shell, Art Shell, uh, as a player, found out about Fritz Pollard and went to go tell his teammates, hey, y'all know about this guy? This guy was doing it in the 20s. And then when he became head coach, you know, he basically had to – Correct people like no, I was not the first. Uh, it, I'm sure y'all have seen the commercials, commercials. Tony Dungy and Lovey Smith, uh, first uh, black head coaches to play, it to, to coach in a Super Bowl, and then Tony Dungy goes on to become the first uh, African American head coach to win the Super Bowl. And uh, the last one I have, which is most recent, Jennifer King, the first African American woman. Uh, to have a coaching position on an NFL team as the Washington football team's uh, assistant running backs coach. Uh, proud of my people. Just proud of, just proud Can of, just I proud add of my people. to everything you're saying? Well, yeah. just real quick, just to, if yeah. you guys didn't watch, and I don't just mean you guys on the show, but anyone out there listening, the pregame show they did. Viola Davis did a kind of a, a history of African Americans in the NFL, and she talked about Fritz Pollard, but really went into what happened where there were African American players and there wasn't, and, and and how the league conspired to keep black players out. And then a guy by the name of Kenny Washington was like the first one signed to play after they said they weren't gonna let him in, and it, it was it was really 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 well done. And it's probably YouTubeable. Yeah, it was okay. probably, it's probably YouTube, YouTube, YouTubeable. But it was Viola Davis who narrated it, and and then Jim Brown. Hopefully, if they if they show it, they also show Jim Brown's follow up, like right after, and the comments he made. All of that right there is just is just like it's gold. It's gold. My girlfriend was watching, and she's like, "Wow, I didn't know any of that. That was really interesting." And I'm like, "Yeah, I knew some of it, but I didn't know all of that." You know. So yeah, as far as um something they did really well on the NFL, you know, with the the Black History piece they did there. So check it out, YouTube, and I'm sure. Yeah. But go ahead, Train. I don't know if you have anything nah. to say, but 
Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's just just to, just to wrap it up, you know, just like girlfriend, like she's saying it's news to her. Trust me, it's it's news to uh, a, a lot of black people, you know. Uh, just like when Hidden Figures hit the hit the hit the theaters, I'm just yep. like, wow! I had no I had no freaking clue, and I'm sitting here years in engineering, going through school, and none of this was was shown to an end. And I had a dean who was all about, you know, giving us the history of, of black people in technology, and we knew nothing about Hidden Figures. So seeing this stuff about football is pretty awesome. And those years were 1934 to 46, but it kept African Americans out of uh, out of professional football. Um, so the thing is called Invisible No More. Invisible No More. YouTube, six minutes long. Okay. With Viola Davis. Evolution of the back black okay. athlete in the NFL. So highly okay. recommend. Invisible. Okay. I'll definitely, I'll definitely check that out. Uh, other than that, um, I'll echo what K-Star said. Uh, NFL, congratulations. Um, you did it through a very rough time for people. Um I did not think – I was definitely one of the ones, like, I don't think they're going to make it, but uh, they made it. And uh, I actually had a scare that they almost did not have to have the players for this game as uh, they had to get a guy out of the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> uh, 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 facility who tested positive for COVID, and he was about to cut a ton of players' hair. So – uh, that was that was like their closest scare leading up to the uh, to the Super Bowl. Um, outside of that, dude, dude, it's been a, it's, it's been a great year, another year on the show with you guys. This is always it's always uh, always fun. Uh, even even when we're screaming and yelling at each other to where we're cracking jokes on each other, it's uh, it's, it's it's a it's, it is a ton of fun. Um, I don't know how much I'm gonna support my Bears next season. Um, I don't like this coaching staff, but I am still a fan, and it's just like the agony. So maybe if they pull out fans four first-round picks for for Deshaun Watson, maybe I'll watch because uh, <laughs> I think he's worth that much. <laughs> um, uh, outside of that, man, um, just looking forward, look forward to the to the off season, and um, yeah, damn. It's at the end, damn it, T, you always say it. Shit, it's over. <laughs> yeah. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Oh, it's man. Over. Okay. Hey, that's all I got. It's been an impressive year. Okay. K-Star? Yeah, I mean, what a wonderful year. Well, I want to say it was wonderful, but what a crazy year. Um, ups and downs for sure, you know, on the football field and with covid um, everyone needs to still take it seriously and be very careful. We're definitely not through it. Um, but yeah, I want to miss you guys and uh, looking forward to next year. This year was awesome and um, different for sure. Very different. One we'll always remember. Um, and yeah, just again, as always, like every year, had a blast and looking forward to the next year. And um, love you guys. Had a great time. Thanks for uh, having me on yet again. Absolutely. Sounds good. All right, JB. Uh, before I even go any further, I have to give a special birthday shout-out to the wifey. I mean, that's really why we're on Monday night instead of Tuesday night. going to be celebrating her birthday tomorrow. So 
Um, she might be listening. If she is, great. If she's not, love you, babe. We're going to have a good time. She was. Over the week. She, was. she was. She's not now, but she was for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, Happy birthday to the Mrs. Voice of Reason. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday for sure. (laughs) Yes, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, On a football note, it's going to be – man, it sucks because my schedule the way it is, this is one of the few outs that I really have, and I look forward to – all four of us getting it on, talking about the the sport that we love, talking about the teams that that we're affiliated with, and, and the love that we have for our team, and just the love for for the game of football itself. I'm, I'm looking forward to the off season because that's where championship teams are, are built. And then, as T always says, we we settle those views on the field. But knowing how all 32 teams are going to try and position themselves to be a better team than what they were the year before to get to that ultimate prize, which is not just getting to the Super Bowl, but winning it interests me a whole lot. So I'm looking forward to sharing all of that with y'all talking with y'all and and hopefully if not this year, but maybe this year, depending upon COVID, we can all meet together and do a live show. I, I can't wait for that. Have my have my peoples for a live show would be terrific. So uh, that's definitely yeah. the goal that I have for us, and um, and I'm appreciative too of being on for for another season. So glad to spend it with y'all, and looking forward to more to come. All right, um, I'll try to be brief. Um, first is I do want to say a happy six years to my girl. Um, six years yesterday. And uh, we did a little bit of celebrating yesterday, and we'll wrap up our celebration on Valentine's Day. But um, so happy six years, Lena. Um, and, you know, I echo a lot of what you guys said. Um, I enjoy this show. I mean, my brother lives, you know, 1,100 miles from me, roughly. I don't, And then with COVID, you know, I didn't get to see him at all last year. Um, would, would have at least at least once, if not twice probably got to see him and and that doesn't happen and you know we, you know it's just me and him you know what i mean so you know if people that have brothers and sisters close by enjoy because it's you know it's rough sometimes not having you know i can't call him and say let's go meet at the bar and have a beer and catch up or you know it's, it's just you know he's down there and i'm up here and so the fact that we can get on this show and i know for four or five months at least once a week, I get to chop it up with my brother about something that we both love and both grew up watching the same team. And uh, it's certainly it, that alone is worth the price of admission for me. So um, appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate you, bro. And, um, is there, you know, train and I, man, <laughs> you know, I still have fond memories of driving from Bridgeport to, Bristol and Jane knows how far that drive is. Train knows it now because we would be on the phone the whole time. And, you know, just just <laughs> chopping up football, man. Just you know, I mean, and it was really that that had me say, "This guy needs to get on this show." You know, and, and <laughs> like I said, guy that I have never met, but man, the shit that him and I have gone through um, as friends. Uh, outside of football is stuff that will, you know, stay between him and I, but it's the stuff that makes friends brothers that I consider, you know, train a brother. And I agree with JB, man. We got to figure out a way that four of us get together. I've got the technology and it can, it can travel. So we got to figure out a way 
um, after COVID, maybe maybe for this upcoming season where we pick a spot and we say, okay, you know, here's what we're going to do. And trust me, we can – I'll, I'll get on the phone with a local sports bar wherever we are. I, I assure you, if I tell them, you know, I give them the link to the show and they see we've done – I've, you know, all the shows that we've done in our history, and, and it's reputable. They'd be more than happy to have us come in and do a live show together um, at one of their places. So that I can take care of all that, but I would love for that to happen. Um, and, and last but not least, you know, K-Star, you know, <laughs> a lot of things you and I don't see eye to eye on. Um, your political views I don't like, and... and there's just certain things about the way you look at things that just rubs me the wrong way. But I know underneath that is a good dude, is a good person. You, you got a good heart. You're you're a good guy, and that's why you're still with us. Because I know, I know it's not personal. I know the things that you post and the things that you may say for Trump or against whoever or whatever. I know it's not meant as a negative against any of us, and that's why I'm able to just give you a hard time about it, but then move on and keep you with us as, as family. So, um, and and I'll be honest, I couldn't picture doing the show without you. You know, as much of a hard time, I don't know. I'd be it just wouldn't it wouldn't have the same sizzle. It wouldn't have the same sizzle, honestly, if any of us four were not here. I just think we four bring a combination of different unique experiences. I mean, Jay and I are brothers. We grew up together, grew up in the same house, but we, we, on this show, we are two different. We are so different. Even when we agree, we're totally different, you know? And so there's just four individual voices, but when you blend them together, there's a harmony of what we talk about. And, and, and it's, it's, it's just, it's beautiful. I love it. You know, I have a very good time doing the show with you guys and, I'm going to be sad the day comes that we decide to call it quits. I, I, it'll be a sad day for me. You know, day comes and it's like, you know, I mean, hey, guys, I think I, I, you know, I really don't have the time anymore to do the show or I say it or you say it or, one, or we all, whatever. Um, so in the meantime, just like I say during the football season, let's enjoy all these games because the season's going to end and now the season's over and we can stick our bottom lips out and be sad. I'm going to enjoy every opportunity we have Um and not really think about what happens when and if, because life is so hard and so challenging and so many things happen. People die, right? And, and, and we've got, you know, COVID and we've got unemployment and we've got food insecurity and, and, and just so much stuff going on to just have this hour or two every week with my boys, you know, and just sit, talk some football, chop it up, have a good time. Man, it's just, it's priceless. It's priceless. So I'm looking forward to continuing it. But we're going to take a little break. The off season, we're going to breathe a little bit. We're going to appreciate and respect Tom Brady for the GOAT that he is. And, the, you know, I said this when Michael Jordan played. Um, there will not be another. And as great as LeBron James is, he ain't Mike. And I'm saying it now. So whatever Brady has left to give, enjoy it, because once he's gone, that's it. And that's what we need to do. And so to honor Brady, we're going to stop doing this show for a little while, because ain't nothing left to do. <laughs>
<laughs> but we will be back. We will be back. Well, let's put it like this. There will be more Madden voices. I can't speak for who will be on. I understand the commitment sometimes can be a bit much. Um, and so I have all the respect in the world if you guys say, look, T, um, carry the ball until the fall. I'll see you in you know, late August. <laughs> and that, and, and, and that would be just fine with me if that's what you wanted to do. But you're always welcome. Anytime there's a show, if I'm doing a solo show and y'all want to pop in and jump on, you guys know you're welcome to do it because I do want to keep some continuity going with the show in the off season. So I do plan here and there when news pops up to, to jump on. I want to talk about something. And um, worst case scenario, we usually do a draft show. So hopefully we can regroup, you know, by April to at least do the draft show because I always enjoy doing that. So hopefully we can at least do oh, it. Man. So. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schedule yeah. 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 should yeah. be lighter yeah. by then. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That should be fun. So, so that said, I know I had a lot to say. I appreciate you guys indulging me. Um, to my brothers, Doctor Train, K Star, and JB, my real life brother, but also my show brother. Thank you guys. It's been a great year. I've enjoyed it immensely. I, I look forward to next season. But I'm going to enjoy this break just like I know you are. Happy birthday, sister-in-law. Um, I meant to say that earlier and didn't get, didn't get in. Everybody was saying happy birthday, but happy birthday, Latoya. Um, and JB, if she, I don't think she's listening, so make sure you um, extend a, a, a happy birthday. I'll probably do it on Facebook anyway, but, you know, but still, make sure you tell her I said happy birthday. And um, is there, guys, it's over. Tampa Bay 31, Kansas City 9. That feud was settled on the field. Everybody take care. We will be back to you again real soon. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.